Welcome to the Dr. Living Good Podcast, which exists to equip you with real health solutions to make health simple. Boosting your metabolism naturally. I'm going to give you the top seven right now. Can't wait to get to number one over the years of leading millions of people through getting the pounds off, not for a short time, but for a lifetime. Big difference there. And so that's what I want to break down for you right here, right now. We're going to give you these metabolism hacks, especially if you're over the age of 40, right? Now, from a perspective of the top seven, there's endless amounts. There's so much noise of things that you could be focusing on, but let me give you the main, main ones and then how you can start to apply this based on the research. Let's go. Number seven, out of the gates, detoxify your liver. One of my most popular videos on YouTube, Facebook is my liver health video. If you haven't seen it, it's about lemon water, but we need to get the liver responding. 50 plus million Americans are dealing with fatty liver conditions right now, which means liver enzymes are elevated, triglycerides glycerides are potentially elevated and A1C is off, which means your insulin receptors are burnt out. It goes back to the primary filter, fix your filter, fix your liver. All right. How do we do this? Well, we begin the process that I teach in my books and in our challenges and in the lifestyle of reducing the chemical load on the body. You can diet all day long, but it doesn't mean you're getting healthy all day long. There's a huge gap right there. And what I see with the putting the blame on the diet industry is that it's anything to lose weight. Like some of the protocols I look at, like I vet stuff, right? I sign up for things. I sign up for coaches. I like, I get into things and I'm like, really? You're telling me to eat sucralose an artificial sweetener. That's going to crush my liver. Really? You're allowing me to just eat processed food bars and whatever to get protein into my system. Really? I can do keto, but I can also use Splenda. Like there, there's some really, really unhealthy ways to go about approaching it. So the focus that I teach, the overarching guidelines are clean foods. We need clean foods and we've got to clean up the entire protein, the carbs and the fats, all of them, because it's so hard on the liver, let alone the chemicals from drugs. Your top culprits here are going to be NSAIDs, are going to be, you know, aspirins, Advil's, Motrin's, ibuprofens really hard on that liver. So those got to go. What do you use instead? Omegas and turmeric is what I would replace that with. It's for a different time in a different video. I love lemon water in the morning, right? You might not do this forever, right? Like what about my teeth, Dr. Living Good? Well, when you're going through a period of time and you're trying to get your triglycerides down, your weight go in the right direction and your liver enzymes down, or you know, you've been, you've had an ultrasound and you have fatty liver, then putting lemon water in just warm, cold, hot. I don't, doesn't matter to me. My grandpa used to do hot tea with lemon in it. You could just do straight up water. That's what I do. I just juice a whole lemon in the water, drink it in the morning, right? Flushes out that liver, the bioflavonoids in there, your liver loves, you know what else your liver loves? Milk thistle. I put it right in my collagen, my collagen plus malty. So I'm getting it on a daily basis. I get it right in my coffee. Okay. And I have a liver detoxifier and a blood sugar controller in Conjac root glucomannan. Those are some of my favorites, right? And then the ultimate rotational fasting. So advanced eating plans that I teach in my book, you can get that in the links below or in the challenge, is to start rotational fasting, which slowly starts to heal your resistance to insulin and sugars because you've bombarded it, your relationship with those in your body, how your body's using them. And the thing that's storing a lot of those excess sugars as in the form of fat is your liver. So rotational fasting is a big one. Number six, okay, water, water. Water, half your body weight in ounces. Now, some people get lost in the math right there. Half of your body weight, okay? So if you weigh 200, that would be 100. Add an OZ at the end. Simple as that, simple formula, okay? If you're 160, come on now, 
80 adenosine to the end, okay? Half your body weight in ounces. 2016, scientists assessed the metabolic rate of 13 people who consumed either 250 or 500 milliliters of water. Not that much, right? Not half your body weight. And they found evidence of increased fat oxidation after 500 milliliters. So the more water that was drunk, fat oxidation, fat was burning and breaking down. How do you stoke the fires and keep it as you age, hydrate the skin, keep you from drying out, drink more water becomes increasingly important the older you get, okay? So drinking that extra water shows it. Number five, shall we? Stress. This has to be addressed, it teaches in week two of the challenge to control it. We gotta get the brain back focused on not everything that's going wrong, but what's going right, gratitude, and you can't manage stress, but you can manage peace. Where is your peace coming from today? Do you have a moment of peace planned out? I take peace breaks, nature's smoke breaks, if you wanna call them, and just breathe one minute deep breath in. So you're going five second deep breath in, five second deep breath out, five second deep breath in, five second deep breath out, like you're smoking a cigarette. And that kind of releases some of that stress. We've got to build some stress controllers in. So it, stress affects the hormone levels, okay, on a you know body level here, and it can cause the body to produce way more cortisol. Why does that matter? Cortisol is your stress hormone, okay, helps regulate your appetite. You ever notice the more stressed you are, the more you eat. So to keep your metabolism cranked up or working for you, or so you don't sabotage it, we got to address the stress. The older you get, it seems the more stress has come because you just know about more things, right? And there's just more people to worry about kids and grandkids and finance. There's just more to life, right? Than maybe when we're younger. And so we've got to do more than we've traditionally done. So if you've gone 20, 30, 40 years of your life and you don't really have a stress reduction habit, it's time to pick one up because further down the line, more stress comes. Okay. Now with that 2011 research showed that usually high cortisol levels in people with eating disorders. So the relationship with food, right? The stress plays a big part is what that showed. So the body releases a lot of cortisol in times of stress. Cortisol aids in the production of body fat. So we wanna keep that under control. The paced breathing exercises are really easy. Good sleep at night really, really helps and goes a long ways. So does regular exercise. More to come on that in a moment as we work our way up. Number four, fiber and probiotics. Fiber can be seen in some cases as prebiotics and we wanna add in probiotics. I would add in postbiotics as well. That's the byproduct that the probiotics that are in your gut, the little microbiota, the microbiome, the little bacteria that are in your gut that are your friends. You have more bacteria in you than you do cells, not to gross you out. But that releases chemicals that actually helps your body. And the food that it eats is the prebiotics. So we got pre, pro, and postbiotics driven by fiber first. Fiber is going to help keep the colon clear, okay? It reduces your body's absorption of toxins, going to move things along, all right? Aiming for know, 25, 35 grams of fiber on a daily basis, pretty easy to do. If you have a smoothie, you can put a handful of spinach or kale in there, right? You can have some roughage with each meal, you know, broccoli with hummus, cucumbers with hummus, maybe a side salad. It's not as difficult as you think to, to amp that up, but you want to drink plenty of water with it. So this goes hand in hand with water. If you can't get all your fiber from a fruit or a vegetable, you can add a fiber additive. And I like psyllium husk for this or chia seeds or flax seeds, any of those three. Now, chia and flax are going to give you extra omega-3s in the form of ALA, which is going to help fight inflammation. Psyllium husk is a good 
colon scrubber as well. So you could do some of that in water. I like magnesium if you're backed up to get things moving going on in there. Now, what that's gonna provide you is prebiotics a lot of times with the fibers, but the probiotics are gonna aid in digestive health. And that is massive by supporting the beneficial bacteria, the ones that are supposed to be there in the digestive tract. It's gonna give those good bacteria the food that they need and it's gonna give them the support it needs so it can fight off the toxins, absorb the nutrients in your gut more efficiently so your metabolism works better. And then it's gonna promote you know, good bowel movements and strengthen your immune system. A majority of your immune system are made up of those. So considering probiotics into your regimen, I would recommend it. They're in my vitamin D complex. They're in my greens powder, or I also have a separate probiotic that I use, my kids and I, especially during cold and flu season. So probiotics going in, sauerkraut, fermented ginger. These are some great sources also of getting extra probiotics in. Number three, let's just talk about from a supplement level, all right? The fat burning effect that supplements can provide, it can stoke the fires. What are some of my favorite ones? As you get older, especially over the age of 40, how can you support the system to burn more efficiently? Green tea is an excellent one, whether you're taking it in a supplement form or you're taking it, you're just, you know, you're drinking it. You can get it in decaf. So that's more ideal for people that don't do well with caffeine or the caffeine is going to give you a little bit extra crank up of the fat burning mode. Coffee is another one. Now the one I make is coffee plus moringa. You want it to be organic so you don't bog down that liver. If it's organic, it's actually going to help support the liver. And I add moringa in it as one of the top antioxidants that we know of in the world. That's going to crank up that metabolism and stoke that fire. So I really love those two drinks. Okay. They can boost your metabolism anywhere from 4% and above in a 24 hour period. So you get an extra 4% out of it. So if you're getting older, you've lost a few percentage points. That's how you can gain one back. It elevates the adrenaline a little bit in the system for extended period of times if you're drinking a lot, but three cups seems to be the sweet spot if you're drinking caffeine, okay? Three cups would be the sweet spot. And it helps transfer the fat inside of your mitochondria, which is gonna help you be more insulin friendly and fix the insulin resistance, okay? It's broken down to create energy. It's gonna help to turn it into energy. And of coffee, green tea, good ones. Another one I like, ACV, down with ACV, you know me. Using ACV before a carbohydrate loaded meal is an easy way to help to optimize the burning up of those carbohydrates. So if you know you're gonna have that pasta meal, put some ACV in, or if you're trying to get your blood sugar under control, this is a great partner to whatever kind of medical advice you're getting to lower blood sugar levels and help control the carbohydrate usage. So ACV, another big one. I have it in capsule form, okay? That I use it in. All right, next one up, it will that will help to control the blood sugar for the day. Actually, let's just stop there. So coffee, green tea, ACV, really good ones that you can be adding in to help clean things up in that regard. Let's shift to number two, which could also be a supplement, but it's protein. Okay, it's protein, right? Increased clean protein. This is where we can get really sideways on diets. Okay, protein needs to go in and it can be very filling. All right, in fact, with a study, 38 people followed either a high protein diet with 25% of their calories coming from protein or a medium protein diet with 15% of their calories coming from protein. And those that consumed a higher amount of protein burned more energy than those who consumed less. So your body can optimize and burn it. I like fat to burn a lot more fuel and clean protein. That means organic, grass-fed, free-range, wild-caught. That's what we're looking for as a source of protein. You could go pea, but I would make sure that it's organic. Okay, you can go some forms of grain, even some forms of seeds, but make sure you avoid the seed oils. I stay away from dairy because we traditionally don't need more dairy in, and that introduces sugar in the form of lactose, O-S-E. 
So I like to go more of a, uh, for myself, a collagen. Helps the joints, especially as we get older, and it optimizes. So you're gonna feel more full. We don't need to overdo it to tax the kidneys or the liver, but we want clean sources of protein. You will burn more energy when you're getting clean protein in. I start my day with fat-burning coffee, mixed with my collagen protein that has the milk thistle in it. I'm going to fat burning mode right out of the gates. That's just what I do, but I like to share it. Number one way to optimize your metabolism, especially as you get older, is HIT and resistance training. H-I-T and resistance training. High intensity training. 10 minute workouts is what we do. If you wanna try one of those, you can check them out on my site. But the high intensity exercise, breathing hard to burn fat. You gotta get things cranked up. Just going for a walk, right? Going swimming, I don't have a problem with those things, or just running harder on the system doesn't have as much impact when it comes to hormones and metabolism. You burn more fat, crank up the metabolism more, and optimize muscle, which you lose more muscle the older you get, when you do high intensity and when you can add in some resistance. So when you add in a little bit of weight, whether that's a band, small dumbbells, or you're going for a full-on lift in the gym, now is the time to put on muscle. Every day that you go by and you do not do high intensity training or resistance training is another day you're getting behind in building muscle because the older you get, the harder it is to maintain it and keep it. So if we want to be strong, have strong joints, have strong bones, resistant training and high intensity training is very, very, very important. Now, research shows that when a person has more muscle mass on their body, the body uses food for energy more effectively, more efficiently. Muscles burn it up more. So it doesn't matter if the scale doesn't go down, we want the inches to go down and we wanna replace fat with muscle so we're more fat optimized, we will burn more fat. So the metabolism is less wasteful with the more of this high intensity resistance training because we have more muscle, right? Another study showed over a nine month period of time that those that did resistance training saw an average 5% increase in their metabolic rate. By adding in a little bit of weight, we call this level three in our 10 minute workouts, by adding in some weight, the results can vary a little bit, but research suggests that it cranks that metabolism up an extra 5%, right? It also showed that the thyroid hormones are more supported when we're doing more of this. So it taps in to all those metabolic drivers. If you want to dive in further, you can check out a 10 minute workout. You can also check out how to lower and lose weight and lower your insulin levels naturally with a little known method. If you wanna go further and deeper into this thing and really understand it, check out one of my most popular videos below and it'll take you as a perfect next step. There it is, check that video out, check the resources out, keep that metabolism cranked up. Now is the time, the longer you let it go, the worse that it gets. Hey, it's Dr. Living It here. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found this episode helpful, it would mean the world to me to please leave a positive rating and a review. That way we can continue to get this message out to help people all over the world experience real health. See you next time.